0: Hello, and welcome to Dinner at Yiffenies with your host, Tegum Ironhook. Before we begin, I just want to remind everyone that we have our own Patreon. With tiers starting as low as $1 per month, you can show even more appreciation. Every member, no matter which tier you choose, will receive their own badge on the Dinner at Yiffenies website and a personal call-out at the end of each episode. Starting at the $5 tier you will receive an exclusive Dinner at Yifni sticker. And at our top tier, you will receive an even more exclusive t-shirt. All proceeds will be going toward paying for the podcast expenses, including paying voice actors and authors for their contributions. And if we have anything left over at the end of the year, Patreon members will get to decide which charity the remaining funds go to. I also want to give a shout out to the Voice of Dog, whose Pride Month event has started. They are releasing a new episode each weekday of June with a different tale celebrating our diversity. Join them and us as we make this the best Pride Month that we can. On tonight's episode, part one of an ongoing series, a dragon magician named Nirod renegotiates his contract with his demon creditor and ends up trapping her in a plush. Naughty antics ensue. Magician's Deal by Crimson Flowers The laminated cards passed deftly over Neri's claws, pouring like water onto his left hand. Flutters sounded from his scaled palm, like a dozen butterflies landing there, neatly laying on one another at his command. Neri then skimmed the stacked surface, silently praying, and turned the card to face himself. A smile passed over his maw. Eight of Hearts. Finally, he got the damn trick down. That had taken much too long. He breathed a sigh of relief, absent mindedly reshuffling the deck as he stared around the empty dressing room. That idiot was late again. Neri frowned. Unfortunately, he was used to this by now. His creditor wasn't exactly punctual. They came and went as they pleased. "'appearing in his bedroom at night or in his dressing room before a show. "'Pretty much anywhere he didn't want them to be. "'Neri gripped the deck of cards harshly, "'staring at the wooden charm on his desk. "'Today would be the last time he'd wait. "'As if on cue, the scent of smoke and patchouli invaded Neri's nostrils. "'He didn't turn from his deck. "'You're late,' he said. A quiet laugh from behind him, hooves clicking on the laminate floor. Apologies for my tardiness. You're not the only person indebted to me, you know. Neri turned to face the demon, staring them in the eyes. You can't just keep blowing me off, Casimir. Casimir raised an eyebrow and shrugged. Long, dark hair cascaded over the goat's round cheeks lapsing partly over one eye and obscuring their gray muzzle. Black lace adorned their large breast and hugged their curves, accentuating their smooth, furry tummy and wide hips. Their mouth curled into a smirk. They teased. If I recall correctly, you're the debtor here. Listening to you is a formality at best. Near I clenched his fist. I want to talk about my contract, he said. Casimir stared at their nails, allowing their grin to lapse. Their slitted eyes narrowed. Oh, that? They then puffed their cheeks, fiddling impatiently with their horns. Fine. I suppose we should talk about what happens afterward. The dragon took a deep breath. He puffed at his chest, straightening his posture. That's the thing, Casimir. There won't be an afterward for us. I'm calling it off. The demon chuckled and clutched the bridge of their nose. Really, it's only been two years, near I they said. They stepped closer, swaying their hips. Their stubby tail flitted behind them. My powers are the only reason you've done so well. I mean, let's be honest. You were hopeless before I came along. Nera's eyebrows narrowed. He scowled, backing himself against the dressing table. I'm not going to be your toy anymore, he spat. I can be a magician with or without you. And I never would have signed the contract if I knew you'd just use me all the time. Casimir came face to face with the dragon, tracing a sharp nail along his chest. Don't pretend you dislike it, they said. They grinned and scratched along Neri's chin, tilting his gaze to meet theirs. Casimir's eyes burnt like embers. I give you power and you give me sex. It's hardly a bad deal. Are you really going to deny me? I... I am, Neri sputtered. As he spoke, His claws searched the table beside him. He quietly passed his hand over papers, a dragon plushie, and mounds of makeup. Damn it, where was it? Casimir didn't break their gaze. You're really going to be this stubborn? Because all it takes is a handshake, dear. They gripped Neri's arm, curling their fingers around his bicep. What's another two years of fame? You could even retire afterward if you'd like. The dragon felt himself grasp the charm's wooden surface. He breathed a sigh of relief, but didn't drop the facade. He barked. Two more years of you using me as a sex toy? I can't do it. It, It's too much. The demon frowned. Yes, that's the deal. In return, you get to use real magic. They waved dismissively, glancing away. Not that silly sleight of hand. It's pathetic what you mortals was stooped to for amusement. near I gulped. I don't care about that. I feel like a prisoner, Casimir. His voice broke. The sex was nice at first, but now you just use me whenever you want. I'm not a toy. I'm a person. I want to do more than perform magic and exist for your pleasure. "'Casimir tightened their grip on his arm, snapping their head toward him. "'Listen to me. "'Without me, you'd be doing parlor tricks within a year. "'Stop denying yourself a chance at actual success.' "'They chuckled. "'And don't act so innocent. "'I told you outright that your body would be mine. "'You knew what you were getting into by making a deal with a lust demon. "'Many others would kill.' To be in your position, you know. They poked Neri's chest. You're too cute to be a two-bit loser. They then stepped backward, tilting their head as they admired the dragon's body. His violet scales, his toned arms, his chiseled abs. Even through his jeans, the size of Neri's package was obvious. Lust arose within Casimir's chest as a suppressed shivers. Neera was their most prized possession, but of course, they would never tell him that. Casimir extended their hand. Their claws were sharp and pitch black. Their heart raced. Shake it, and you're guaranteed a lover and a career of your dreams. Neera stared at their hand. He shifted his feet, tapping nervously on the tabletop. I... I can't. I love the money, but... The demon simply smiled. But you can! It's hardly even a debt. Look at how wonderful our lives have been. You're booked solid through the next three months. No more money troubles. Don't let it all go. The couple's gazes met. Neri stared intently, tears forming in the corners of his eyes. He shakily extended his hand to meet Casimir's. The demon's eyes widened. They sighed in relief. Oh, good boy. You won't regret this. They cooed. Neri's claws slowly intertwined with Casimir's. The demon's smooth, warm skin pressed against his cold scales. Nera suppressed a smile as their gazes met for the final time. I'm sorry, Casimir. The demon's face contorted in confusion and terror, a burning sensation spread from their hand along their arm, searing their central nervous system. Their voice wilted. Only one word escaped their lips. What? Casimir recoiled, pulling their hand away and stumbling backwards. But it was too late. Their legs collapsed, sending them careening to the ground. Their arms extended desperately toward Nera, melting into a pile of smoke, followed by their thighs and torso. A plume of fog then obstructed Casimir's outstretched body. Gray dust gathered on the floor where the demon once stood, dissipating into the stale air. Nera was frozen as he watched the scene unfold. He then stared downward at the binding charm in his palm. He sighed. A weight lifted from his shoulders. It worked. It actually worked. He then turned to face the demon plush doll behind him, grinning wildly. How's it feel to be on the other end of things? He asked. A disembodied voice arose from the plush. You... I can't believe you would... A pause, palpable disappointment, and finally a sigh. I suppose this is what I get for trusting you. Well played. Nierai licked his lips. His chest fluttered. Finally, I'm in control, he said. He stepped toward the plush, holding it eye level. How does it feel to be the toy, Casimir? Hmm? Casimir's smooth voice arose from the plush. Nierai stared at its soft green fabric as he waited a response. Casimir simply said, I acknowledge that you've bested me. You've learned well. Yet, I still sense lust from you. Nera tilted his head. His icy eyes narrowed. So what? Laughter sounded from inside the stuffed dragon's button eyes. All I meant to say is congratulations. You've bound me to a toy, but I can still influence you even from this vessel. Nera's jaw dropped. You! You lying asshole! No, you can't! Our deal is void! Casimir hummed. Don't worry. I obviously can't control you anymore. But as a lust demon, I can still awaken what already exists within you. My mere presence is all that's required. Suddenly, Neri's pants felt tighter. Blood rose to his cheeks, coloring his scales red-violet. No, I I can't believe I feel this way. He gripped the plush's fabric tighter. I did all this so you wouldn't control me, he said. Then use me, Casimir said. You know you want to feel what it's like inside. And I'm not manipulating you. This desire is yours alone? near gulped. He rubbed his palm against the outside of his pants. Yeah? The demon laughed. Although we are no longer bound, I can sense the desire building inside you. It's cute. The dragon then wordlessly gripped the plush, inspecting its figure. He slid one finger into its mouth, feeling the moist warmth of its insides. He then turned it around and did the same to its backside, relishing in the anticipation. His finger fit snugly inside as the cavity pressed back steadily against his scales. Neri's mind swam. If he used Casimir like this, would he just be falling for their tricks again? Maybe they would somehow escape the vessel. Maybe Casimir's insistence was a last-ditch effort to manipulate him. The dragon's chest fluttered. His mouth moved before his mind had the opportunity to stop it. I need to use you. Now. If Casimir could have rolled their eyes, they would have. They replied, Right. Well, relish in finally getting the upper hand on me, idiot. Just don't be too gentle. It'd be boring. Neri put the plush down and gingerly reached for the hem of his pants undoing the buckle and sliding the fabric down past his knees. He then awkwardly removed the garment and tossed it to the side. Only a thin shirt and his underpants remained now. Lighter, thinner scales peeked from the insides of his thighs. A sizable bulge twitched within his white underpants. The dragon then reached for the plush, cradling in his paws before rubbing its face lightly against his package. The sensation sent a shock up his spine. He arched his back as his cock was laid into the soft, malleable fabric. Nira needed more. Enjoying yourself, Casimir teased. Although I cannot move very well, I can feel your cock throbbing against me. Nira snarled, wrapping his hands tightly around the doll's neck. Shut up, he said and looked around for a chair. He quickly pulled one beneath him and continued to push the plush onto himself. Small grunts escaped his mouth. A small, wet spot appeared on the tip of his bulge as pre-cum soaked into the fabric. He finally had Casimir under his control. For once, he was the creditor. fuck it, Nera said, and removed his underwear. His lavender cock sprang from beneath the white cotton, erect and quivering as it met the cool air. A bead of precum set on its tip, small, rounded spines laid along its shaft. A pair of large testicles nestled between his thighs. Hot breath washed from his maw as he locked eyes with the stuffed animal, thinking of what to do next. He idly played with himself. "'envisioning himself fucking the toy stuffing. "'Casimir chuckled. "'Getting cold feet,' they teased. "'Maybe you're just not meant to take initiative. "'Get me out, and I can.' "'The dragon glared, his eyes narrowed, his arms tensed. "'You're not the one giving orders anymore.' "'He then reached for the plush and opened its mouth, "'placing its opening against his glands.' Neri then slowly slid himself inside, gasping as the moist warmth of the plush's insides enveloped his cock. He shoved himself fully inward, the stuffed dragon's lips kissing his lavender scales. Oh, fuck. You feel good, Kesimer. You feel good inside me too, I The demon cooed. You know, I actually like it when you're assertive like this. Neer shook his head, ignoring the demon's compliments. He said, You're trying to manipulate me again. That ends here. He slid the plush up and down along his dick, twitching with each thrust. Lust dribbled from his dick, lubricating the plush's throat. Words escaped his mouth before he could think twice. You're so cute like this, he said, still humping the toy's mouth. Just the thought of violating something so soft and adorable it turned him on more than that his debtor re- more than that his debtor remained completely vulnerable inside. Mm-hmm. A muffled moan emanated from the stuffed animal. Casimir spoke in between desperate squeals. They were overwhelmed by the dragon's sour musk. I wasn't lying. I can feel you inside me even like this, idiot. Near-eye flashed a devilish grin. Good. Then maybe you can experience a taste of your own medicine, he said, and pushed himself inside the plush's throat as hard as he could. He groaned as his cock throbbed against the back of the toy's throat, trickling love down into its tummy. Suddenly, the stuffed animal's insides tensed. Casimir moaned. Growl sounded from the dragon's chest. He held himself still as he quivered inside the plush, squeezing its torso. Good plush. Just like that. More. The demon could only whine in response. Fuck. Ah. Uh. More contractions racked their fluff. I want to come on you, but I can't in this form. Neri smiled smugly. His mind was seized by predatory frenzy. Good, he said. You think I liked being your toy for two years, huh? This is uh, what you get. He then thrust himself deeply into the plush's mouth, squishing its soft fabric harshly against his groin. The deeper he went, the tighter the plush became. He squealed as the plush's insides squeezed the tip of his cock. Oh, fuck. The dragon exhaled deeply, a breathy gasp escaping him. The soft fluff of Casimir's inside steadily massaged him, causing Nera's abdominals to tense up. His toes curled, his humping breaking its steady rhythm. His thrust became frantic. A grimace rose to his face as desperate moans erupted from his maw, his entire body racked with quivers. And with one final thrust, he buried himself deeply in the plush's stuffing. He squealed as waves of cum gushed from his dick, filling the plush's inside with his seed. Ah, oh, Casimir, Casimir, ah, oh, take it! Nierai's humps turned into shivers as he came inside the plush, emptying every drop of lust into its tummy. He hugged the toy flush against himself, cradling it in his arms as bliss overtook him. The dragon then groaned as his muscles slowly relaxed. He laid back in the chair, staring at the ceiling as the last of his calm dripped into Casimir. Oh, damn, he said. I didn't know I needed that. Casimir drew a deep breath. And I didn't know you had it in you, they said. Neri chuckled at the comment, still leaking inside the plush. (laughs) Well, I do. I kind of want to try the other side, he said. Oh, you're not done, Casimir asked. This is usually around the time you'd beg for a break. Things are different now, Neri said. He flashed a devilish grin and removed himself from the plush, his cock thumping against his tummy and twitching against the air. Cum leaked from the plush's mouth dribbling onto his groin. Now you're mine. He swiftly slid himself inside the plush's backside, using his cum to lubricate himself. The doll's ass was tighter than its throat, albeit rougher in texture. The thought of impregnating the plush made Nirai's body quiver. You know, you're a lot cuter like this than you used to be, Nirai teased. And you're a lot cuter when you're trying to be dominant, Casimir shot back. The remark caused a fire to light Neri's belly. He was tired of being emasculated. He readjusted himself against the chair, sliding his back downward and humping further into Casimir's ass. Their hips jackhammered quickly and forcefully into Casimir. Breathy moans erupt from the demon's mouth. Casimir had long since given up on the prospect of being controlled during sex. They often fantasized about it, wanting to be taken by force, but their abilities always entailed a power imbalance which skewed in their favor. But when Neri entrapped them like this, something was different. They felt helpless, vulnerable. They felt desired. Please, Neri... Coming me again. Their voice cracked as their insides tensed pathetically against the dragon's hard cock. The degradation of being forced into such a vessel made Casimir's mind melt. I, I need to feel you inside me, harder, please. Neri grinned. He throbbed against Casimir's stuffing. His glands making a bulge against their tummy, begging now. I didn't know you'd stoop so low, but I like it, he said. Shut up and fill me, Casimir groaned, massaging Nirok's cock. I want you to impregnate me already. The thought of impregnating Casimir made Nirok quiver, so thoroughly owning the one who made his life a living hell. It turned him on. He pumped himself rapidly in and out of Casimir's backside huffing the burnt scent of their lust. The smell of patchouli mixed with cum was almost overwhelming. The plush's spike tail bounced uselessly against Neri's thighs as his groin slapped against the plush's ass. Neri's hot breath cascaded over his own chest and bathed the plush. Fuck! Take it! Neri thrust himself deeply into Casimir's moist body and held himself there once again unloading waves of cum inside the doll. His body was racked with shivers as Casimir milked every drop of seed from his cock. Less than a minute later, Neri's body was limp. Casimir had exhausted him. He laid still and stared into the plush's black eyes, remaining inside its tight ass. He wiped sweat from his forehead. I never knew this would be so nice, Neerai said. Casimir sighed. Oh, something tells me this will be my new form for a while, they lamented. Neerai smiled. You're right, he said, and they sat in silence. And with that, we come to the end of Magician's Deal by Crimson Flowers. Continue to listen here as well as over on the Voice of Dog for more wonderful Pride Month stories. I'd like to give a huge shout out to our Patreon members as well. In the top tier, we have Chestnut Luna, Dimbles, Fowler, and Wolflord. Being in the top tier, you guys have no idea how big that is for me and the podcast. It's truly humbling to have the support of amazing folks such as yourselves. The support you all have given is beyond what I had ever imagined. From the bottom of my heart, I thank each and every one of you. For our other patrons, Agador, Dream Merchant, Glared, Lawson, and Wolfie Wet Fur, you guys are amazing as well. Each of you have been and continue to be instrumental to our success, and I'm proud to say that I know each of you. And finally, everyone who has listened to any of our episodes, thank you. Each and every time someone listens to our work, it really does mean the most to myself, the authors of these stories, and the voice actors that bring the characters to life. We hope to do this for a long time and continue bringing you furry erotica from all over the furry fandom. We sincerely hope you've enjoyed tonight's tale. Good night and come again.